In October, the cannabis industry reconvened in Las Vegas for the annual trade show MJ BizCon, put on by Marijuana Business Daily. As part of that event, Business of Cannabis sat down with industry leaders at the show to discuss their business, the current state of the cannabis industry, and what they were seeing on the road ahead. This conversation was part of that series. What follows is a conversation with Kyle Sherman, the founder and CEO of FlowHub, a leading point of sale system for dispensaries and cannabis retailers. They're based in Colorado, and their experience in the sector has given them a front row seat to the emerging sector in the U.S., which is the focus of this conversation, especially how technology is enabling the industry to scale rapidly and effectively into new markets. Kyle, thanks for being here. Seems like two years ago, we sat down at the same booth. I think we did. I think this was the exact same location. Same microphones too. Same mics. So what's changed since then? No, uh, but what has like your business specifically, talk about the growth over the past two years since last we connected and, and then we'll talk about where you think we're going. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's interesting, right? Uh, COVID, I think, unlike many other retail industries, uh, you know, had a very positive impact on this industry in particular. Um, and so for us being at the point of sale with our software, right, we saw a huge uptick in spend by consumers over the last, you know, 15 months. And it's been really amazing to see this trend. I, you know, it, it's, uh, cannabis was deemed essential. It's crazy because it's still federally illegal, right? So to think that these stores maintain the ability to be open was pretty interesting. But yeah, I think the biggest, the biggest thing is just that growth, uh, in, in consumer spend. I mean, we, we saw consumers stocking up. And continue to stock up and stock up. So either they were smoking a lot more cannabis. Or they just like having or, it around. Or they love having a big stash. Yeah. Well, it's funny. We talked to someone in Michigan and I was talking about the numbers that we all see sort of per, you know, per capita. They buy a lot of weed in Michigan, like more than everybody else. And I was trying to decipher why it's just, people just like weed. And they you know, want yeah, to buy humans just love cannabis. Yeah. And the thing is also, I do think in like Michigan, probably in the winter time, I grew up in Illinois. Yeah. It's near Chicago. Massachusetts. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, the, long the, the deep, long winter, everything ice is over. I mean, there it's like, you're like a squirrel collecting acorns, you know? I mean, you just, you, you got to have a big stash for winter. Yes. Yeah, you, right. you don't know when you'll be able to make it out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have to go to the snowmobiles, like it's only certain places you can go. Right. Um, I want to talk, uh, because one thing that I, I have a theory or, uh, I'm working on some material. Um, since 2019, <clears throat> I think the stars of the industry, I don't know if that's the right term, <clears throat> but the cannabis tech space, especially as it relates to closer to consumers retail, um, has blown up. I mean, you were early and then there was some competitors that sort of joined the, joined the fold. And then there's the sort of others that have joined or were there, but like now it's like all the capital is going to companies like you. You just announced a raise last week to Spill. Um, the duchies, the leafleys, like the, the people that are not plant touching per se, but are like making the industry go and yeah. getting lots, all the excitement. And I wonder my, my hypothesis is that those are the companies that are the foundation for it to expand across the country, regardless of which states go legal, whatever, there's going to be this, um, these foundational technologies or tech stack that drive it all. And that seems to me like a sure sign of the industry is maturing for sure, but also it makes every rollout of every state easier next. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot there, but what do you think of any of those? Things? No, I, I, think, I think that's right. I, I mean, you know, technology is, is infrastructure and you have to have the infrastructure for scale. And so you know, I, I buy completely into that. I mean, I, I just think back to the earliest days when we, you know, first started FlowHub, you know, there was no metric API. There was no way to report data to the state, you know, 
And just that infrastructure alone of having an API, we went and lobbied for this API in Colorado with the Department of Revenue in 2014. By 2016, we had endpoints and that's since been replicated. There's just those little things, you know, you, you could scale a retail business back then that easily because you just, there, there was too much reporting required, manual reporting requirements. And so I think there's all these little nuances to your point in rolling out to different states and technology can really automate all this. So, you know, technology is critical to the scale of the industry. And I, I find it interesting that this particular industry uh, is, is being built with technology at its core. Whereas other industries, like you had a bolt-on technology later, if you look at liquor, right? Like, you know, before computers were even around, there was a liquor business in the United right. States, distribution, what have you. And so it was built in an analog way, right? But cannabis innately is built on, on tech because it's so new. And so it, we have, right? Just is it because it's so new? Is like, is that part of it? And is it also because there's compliance everywhere along the way? Like, is it a compliance and a, like, it's obviously the right way to run a business because that's just oh, it's right both. Like, I mean, it's right both, right? I mean, it is complex, so therefore technology can make things less complex. And uh, the robots can, you know, software, a robot can go do the work, right? Uh, if it's reporting, it's, you know, they're collecting the data, the, the software collects the data and reports it automatically. But I think, you know, I, 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 I think, uh, I think this is all, this is all right. I mean, you know, between compliance, the complexity and, you know, technology, I think, look, it is, um, the, the requirements in this space are just so intense, right? So d technology certainly plays a bigger role. But if you look at all these kind of um, industries that are emerging around the world, they could be, you know, uh, you know, automated vehicles, you know, autonomous vehicles. It could be, you know, uh, you know, cryptocurrencies or blockchain. I mean, everything's built on technology. I mean, we don't live in a world anymore where right, that doesn't it, it, it doesn't even happen. So, like, I think all new industries do require tech because all new industries, you know, are like. They, they they have that technical component that has to exist in its at its core. It's just, it's just interesting, right? I mean, anyway, can I can I ask you a question that that is not vexing me, but like there are companies like Flowhub and others that got into the space when nobody else would. Like, I mean, that's like, oh yeah, like like traditional. P I don't even know what the companies are, but like say traditional POS, POS, right? Sure. Like, what is the like how different like that you for your customers? How different is that from standard Joe POS at like uh community? Like it's just so different. Is it? Okay. That's it's so different. So when you, you know, the interesting thing about who are your listeners? Are they like retail or like who listens? We have a lot of retailers for sure. Okay. Um, a lot of industry folks like up and down the supply chain. Yeah. And then I would say like ancillary, not ancillary businesses, but like lawyers, finance. Yeah, you are. So I'll, okay. So that's helpful. Context. I want to try to figure out how to, I should explain this. So yeah, in, in cannabis retail, and across the whole cannabis supply chain, I'll speak about retail yeah. just to, for the, the sake of the conversation. Um, it's extraordinarily different from regular retail for a number of reasons. One, in regular retail, you don't have purchase limits. Right. Right. And you also have equivalency laws, right? So in cannabis, right, when you sell- It's like three-dimensional chess. It's like three-dimensional chess. Exactly. So, you you know, you're in Colorado, as an example, you ought to buy 28 grams of, of flour mm -hmm. total. But 3.5 grams of flour equates to one gram of concentrate. So like, and, and so like, this is one component of equivalency, right? I was told there would be math in this conversation. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I did. there is, man. I know. But this is where computers make sense, right? Because yeah. like in regular retail, you're not like, you can only buy two gold necklaces right. with one silver, one pair of underwear. And one pair of underwear. underwear. You're over the limit. Right. You're over the limit. You've bought too much, right? Like in cannabis, th this is the way it is. That's one component. Another component with inventory is like when you go to the, you know, you go to the store and you buy, I'll use LaCroix because they seem to be everywhere. And I like LaCroix. Yeah. In fact, I'm craving a lower court. Yeah. 
You have LaCroix here, Jack? Now that you said it. Yeah, I know, right? With like Lucky. It doesn't LaCroix here. We need to find some LaCroix. But like LaCroix, right? If you go to the store and look at the can, on the back of the can, you'll see the UPC code. It's the same for every grapefruit LaCroix or whatever, right? Pobble moose, I think is what they call that one. Yeah. Uh, and you know, the skew, you know, that UPC is the same in cannabis. If those were infused beverages, you could look at that same package. It all looks the same, but if you looked at the skew, they may be different. They, they probably are different because the oil is coming from different batches that has to be reported to the state. So like suddenly now you've like this really crazy, like four dimensional inventory because you're like for the same, for the same product. Same product. So wanna sour gummies. On the shelf, as a consumer, you're just buying Wanna Sour Gummies, but they could come from five different batches. And so you're just buying them, they're bank, 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 checking out. And, you know, we have to report that data back to the state either in real time or within the same day. So like, there's not that mixed with like the complexity of the purchase limits. I mean, those are just two components out, but there's like that bill, there's 60 things in there. Times every jurisdiction you're in. Times every different jurisdiction. Does this one have, uh, you know, an excise tax? Is this one, right? So right. dot, 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 right? Like, so it is incredibly complex. And I often have to explain to investors this type of complexity because they go, well, why doesn't just an off-the-shelf point of sale do this? It's like, because well, they, well, they never had to. Right. It's like, well, a restaurant has only 12 items on the menu. Right. And it's static, you know, maybe by the season or the year. Right never changes. So you can just, you tap two to check out the thing that's attached to two. And you know, in cannabis, we have customers with thousands of items in inventory, individual different items in inventory. Yeah. And then they change all the time. So it's like what this week we've got this flower next, you know, one day we've got that drop that, you know, it's just crazy. So it is very complex and that's our, that's our problem we're solving for, right? Yeah. We make it a much easier for retailers to run their business, a much better purchasing experience for consumers who are shopping in that store. And, uh, you know, we make sure that they're able to pay in ways that are more convenient than just cash. So it, it's for us, we're just trying to create a really seamless experience for these incredibly complex retailers. That was a very good answer. Was it, was that helpful? Yeah, it was, to I asked the question yesterday of someone else, not in the space, but like in, in cannabis, but at this event, we are like, I don't know. I was like, well, I'm going to ask Hawk. Cause yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's your, there's your answer, Jay. So yeah, it, it, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting to see now the capital flowing into ancillary companies, technology companies, all these folks that support the industry. Because for years, it really has been all about plant touching. We want to go invest in the grow. We want to go invest in the manufacturing of the brand. And today that's shifted, right? People are going, eh, we should probably invest in the tech that's powering everything. You know, you, at least that's across board. You know, people look at Flow, but they go, shit, you guys are really processing billions of dollars a year. Yeah. Yes. Billions of dollars a year of commerce flow through our platform. It's crazy. Yeah. It's amazing. It's like, yeah, yeah, hey, right. It's, it's, it's wild. Do you watch it? I, maybe I asked this last time, like at your office, do you have like a ticker? Like, do you see like, I know we should, we should do that. We know we're all virtual now. Right. So, Jay, so we don't even have ticker. this. It's on Slack, cloud, right? right? Yeah. The cloud ticker on Slack. You know, we should do that actually, but we do have dashboards yeah. for all of our data and we do watch it all real time. It's pretty cool That's to see what's going on. Um, it's fascinating, man. The, 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 this is really fascinating. I mean, look around here. It's incredible how many people showed up, you know. You know, in the middle of a global pandemic. It's amazing. Tell me about it. <laughs> hopefully not. Hopefully it all stays here. Yeah. But uh, hopefully that like, yeah, hopefully everyone's vaxxed. I mean, I can hope so. Yeah. Everybody, if it was Canada, they would <laughs> absolutely be back. That's why I wanted to be in a booth most of the day. Yeah. It's smart. And this whole like podcasting row here at MJ Biz, I feel like is a pretty smart, I smart think, move. It's great. It's all of you closed. It's so great for us because, well, we get to do it and be here, but also like, I think they could do more. Like, I think it's a good... Yeah, it's a good opportunity. And I, I appreciate you coming by this year and two years ago, and hopefully next year, not two years hence, because yeah. 
I don't want to wait two years to get back. Jay, where's your, where's your studio? I based in Toronto. Okay. That's right. In my mm-hmm. basement. That's the studio, but I just took up another, like a proper office. Um, yeah, but we're, we're mostly in the cloud as well. Like Zoom has been our, it's amazing. It was our, we were using Zoom to record stuff well before COVID because it was the only one for a long time that would record. Right. Do you like doing it in person though better? Um, with your guests? I, I do, but it's easier to produce online because it all comes in the same form, right? Like, right, right. You know, and if you get them good at like, if I get you good enough on Zoom, it's not television quality, but it's also not me lugging all the shit around. Right. Yeah. So is there, is there a video for this? A little bit, like one answer, like the complexity answer will probably grab. Okay, video. good. I hopefully didn't pick my nose during that second. You did not. You did not. Okay, good. I appreciate you. <laughs> thanks, thanks, brother, for having me on, Jane. Appreciate it. That was Kyle Sherman, the founder and CEO of FlowHub, recorded at MJ BizCon 2021 in Las Vegas. This podcast was recorded at MJ BizCon in Las Vegas in October 2021. For more information about Business of Cannabis, please visit businessofcannabis.com and follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram.